0: Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of The Little Black Couch. My name is Aaron Stewart. Thank you for joining me here today with the lovely skyline behind me today. Oh, I lost my hand again right there. So yeah, got to be careful Uh, with the skyline. It's only I'm probably a little close. I guess I'm too far that way. Am I? No. Anyway, so thanks for joining me. I can't move too quickly either. It's not lit. I need help. But anyway. Um, it's way better than just looking at the back of my wall, right? I mean, it's gorgeous out there today. And honestly, the cloud cover matches what's going on out here fairly closely. I must apologize as well. We've got a little construction going on outside. They're um, repaving the parking lot of the office complex, um, which is about uh, 20 years past due. So that, that'll that work out really great for everybody. but. Have some fun stuff to talk about today, had a pretty some pretty cool experiences and want to have a little chat from the little black couch. Let's go. Back, yes. So, um, had quite a quite a day today. So, came in here early in, in this this morning and started to work a little bit. And then my family came by and picked picked me up, and we drove up to the Salt Lake International Airport where we welcomed home uh, my nephew, one Zach English, back from serving as a missionary in the Chicago, Illinois area for the last two years. And uh, I have been maintaining a blog. Um, I basically just take all his um, emails that he writes back to everybody, and I've been putting them up on a blog post for him. So the the text and then all the photos that he sends with each email, and I presented that to him today. I was under the impression he kind of knew that that was going on, but he did not. So it was kind of fun to be able to say, hey bud, the whole history of everything you've done the last two years, right here online, Enjoy it. It, it, it is at ZachEnglish.me, M-E, so. Anyway, so that was a, a lot of fun. Good to see you. a lot of family shows up, so it's good to see us all get together. We went out and had lunch after, which is kind of typical for us to do, and it was a lot of fun to connect. Connect with family and friends and everything again, and be reminded of the importance of that. So, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, is about connectivity. So let's bring in Buddy real quick. So Buddy is always very intuitive um, when he sees me making my, uh, my show notes, my copious show notes, um, which, yeah. Anyway, so he kind of knew what was coming and so this was the um, emoji that he thought would best represent what we're talking about. And again, this emoji represents um, our family right now. That would be um, me, the yellow guy with the yellow hair and the blue shirt. Um, that would be my wife. Uh, the lady with the uh, yellow hair and the red shirt, and that would be my daughter. Tacy in the yellow hair and the pink shirt, and my son, Kedrick, in the yellow hair. And the green shirt, not pictured, would be, um, not pictured would be our oldest son. Um, elder canyon stewart who currently serves in barstow california as a church missionary. so anyway so connectivity and what we're talking about there so as you can those that have been watching these lives i i had this um conversation i guess you could say over the weekend with somebody who was sort of dogging on on formal education and the that he was far better off going and and buying a Amazon course and making a bunch of money. And so he went to one year of school um, and then dropped out. Just didn't think it was worth it to him. Uh, oddly enough, I, I've mentioned previously, even though he only went to one year at uh, at the university, he still lists it as that he went to school. So he may say that he doesn't appreciate education and doesn't think that it's worthwhile, but um, given the opportunity to share or not to share, that he'd done a little schooling, he's chosen to share. Okay, so that speaks volumes by itself, right? Okay, so um, maybe doesn't quite think the way he says he thinks, or maybe he's making excuses, or I don't know. You'd have to talk to him. Um, But one of the things that we've been discussing that, right? The um, formal education was part of my research And that shows that um, formal education really of any kind, of any topic, increases one's entrepreneurial perception. Essentially meaning it increases one's ability to see entrepreneurial opportunities, and and, and it had the the biggest positive correlation in third world countries, which is completely fascinating, right? And We're always so worried about helping these poor souls get out of this cycle of poverty, and so all we do is throw money at them. why not educate them right why not teach them a little and we're starting to do that more Um, and then give them the opportunity to not only see these um you know educate them so they can see that there are opportunities that there are outlets there are ways for them to get out of the cycle and be successful and then provide them with the resources and the support that they need in order to do that that's the next big hurdle honestly and we see it a lot with the microloan programs those are helping out quite a bit but where we can give them these microloans and then provide them with the education to help them get to the point where they are earning enough revenue where they can pay back those microloans with a little bit of interest, and then that goes to the next person in line who has an entrepreneurial idea. And, and hopefully we've helped, develop, helped them develop those entrepreneurial ideas so they're sound, right? When they get the money and they have the opportunity to go, they're ready to go. They're trained and they're ready to go. And we take out as much as the learning curve for entrepreneurship as we possibly can, to make them as successful as soon as we possibly can, so we can just kind of keep that, um, the velocity up there, right? The momentum going, um, as our good friend, Mr. Sharfin likes to say, right? Momentum. Anyhow, so one of the things, uh, and then so that was education. Then I talked a little bit about how Um, in in Tuesdays, yesterday's show, talked a little bit about how our brains work and so the reason we don't want to, and and one of the things that this guy said in his Facebook post is like um, he would dare say that his Amazon course that made him millions of dollars, um, presumably, um, was far more beneficial to him than an A in geography or an A in history and I think those are the two topics that he bagged on. Um, Which, um, uh, sadly, is categorically untrue, unless it's just about the money. If it's about the money, probably the Amazon course was the way to go. But if it's about creating solutions, if it's about um, creating unique um, solutions to really unique problems, then that absolutely was not um, the best way to go. To stay narrowly focused in just Amazon or or one particular um, idea or concept is really sort of the worst way to go um our brains are very cool in that they take everything and they start to associate things back and forth um so we can remember things more quickly our brains want to work as little as possible so they're always going to tie things together that they can bring up quickly uh, to our memory to hopefully make us more efficient right that's all they're trying to do so when we learn more and more about a bunch of different topics then we have the opportunity to make more and more associations and the opportunity for us to connect more with one another as well as come up with very unique solutions to very unique problems also increases, right? Because now we have more to think about and associate together, but we also have more that's interesting to other people to talk about and interact with and create this connection. Okay, so that's where we kind of are now, this importance of connection. And one of my points in this rebuttal, this week of rebuttal, to this, I'm sure fine gentleman, who doesn't believe in that formal education is, what did it, what did he say? It was an interesting phrase that it's uh, of little worth, I believe, something like that, is of little worth, maybe to him, I don't know. Uh, I, no, not to him. It was just flat out wrong. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Uh, anyway, so. One of the things that he could have done and really should have done had he stayed in school is make sure that he was interacting with a lot of thinkers, a lot of other students out there who were working on a lot of different topics, had a lot of different majors and places where they were hanging out and learning lots of cool stuff. Could have learned a lot of stuff, right? just talking to other people. Even if he hated class, he could have learned a lot of stuff of, on a lot of different topics from a lot of different people who are geeking, about, geeking out about what they're passionate about, what they're learning, what they've chosen to do for the rest of their lives, or, or what they're interested at that particular point in their lives. They could have, he could have made, I mean it could have been a, a smorgasbord of wonderful, uh, amazing conversations about every topic under the sun, right? It could have been, It could have been so enlightening and instead he dropped out and just left. OK, so the pushback I always get when I bring this up is like, yeah, but, you know, you can totally connect online, you know, because like, you know. <sighs> well, OK, yes, you can connect online. I do have a lot of good friends online. I do have friends that have, I have never met before, OK, that they are just online friends. But I will tell you, in every single situation, every single time. When I have taken an online friend and then I actually met them in person and have been able to talk to them face to face, the relationship has deepened, period. And when we deepen our relationships, then we have an opportunity to feel safe and trust one another and then um, then we can have remote conversations that are very deep and very helpful and insightful, impactful, and we can work together to create solutions that can change the world. Now, I personally, this is a hard thing for me, I do not like large groups. I do not like to sit in great big conference rooms with thousands of people. I can't stand it, okay? I did not go to my own graduations because there was no way I was going to sit in a room full of a bunch of people in weird gowns if I didn't have to. And so I didn't. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's high school, right? I I didn't do my undergraduate either um, at UNLV. I just, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's not very fun. So this idea uh, of going to conferences is one that is quite honestly revolting to me. I don't I don't want to go. I don't want to hang out with people. I don't want to uh, listen I, I don't mind listening to somebody up on a stage and taking notes, but I just assume do that in my office by myself as opposed to doing it with a bunch of people around me. Not fun. Not fun for me. Um, speaking to people from a stage, great. I'm okay with that. That's fine. I have no problem with public speaking. But sitting in the audience and listening with a bunch of people and the noise and all that going around and the rustling of papers and all that, brutal. I absolutely brutal it's so hard for me to stay focused um, I'm a bit of like a, a, a I'm a bit of a I guess an eavesdropper almost right so when there's conversations going on around I'm picking up little pieces of different conversations and my brain is just like dude what's going on and so it's very hard for me to focus on the person speaking I have a really hard time with it and so I have to I have to stay really focused I have to uh, repeat the words that the person's saying for the stage in my head for me to stay focused on and present to what's going on on the stage very difficult for me um, um, Yeah, it's made learning real tough right in college and otherwise co- co- You know college wasn't easy for me. I didn't think it was um, I, I had great anxiety going into classrooms and sitting next to people that I didn't know and um, frankly didn't trust um, but I had to learn. I wanted to get. I wanted to get most I could out of it. But I definitely enjoyed reading a textbook alone more than I enjoyed sitting in class and getting a lecture. That's just me. Although I did enjoy the lectures when they were on, on interesting topics. Um, but what I've learned over the years is this, and it and it goes back to this idea of connection and and why I believe that this gentleman really missed out at school. And I'm glad that I didn't miss out on school. That I didn't let my propensity and my anxiety of hanging out in groups of people to keep me from pursuing my education. Uh, because I learned a lot of different stuff. I learned about biology uh, and, and sociology and, and a lot of cool stuff, right? Um, and, and, and had I fallen into, yeah, these propensities, I, I would have not finished it. It would have been very easy not to. My father is very, very successful. In construction he's done very very well it would have been really easy for me to come back and join the family business and live very comfortably um, for a very you know for the rest of my life instead I chose not to do that Uh, dad went on and continues to be really successful my brothers both work with them they're very successful and I have had my ups and downs in this entrepreneurial journey no question about it Um, that would have been the safest route to stick with uh, a very successful father and his very successful business Um, but I, I, I now don't look back on that experience and say I made a mistake. I've really enjoyed my life. I've really enjoyed learning all the stuff that I've been able to learn and, and not being able to learn would have been a real problem for me. I know that now. But one thing that I, I notice on this connectivity is the people that we're closest to are the ones that we're most connected with. Okay, so my I was with my kids today and, and my wife and it's just the four of us together and I noticed when we went to lunch together as a family, extended family, that we all were sort of compartmentalized up based on who we're closest to. Well, that's natural, right? When you think about being with somebody and why this uh, connectivity is so important is, when you are with somebody and you're speaking with somebody, um, online versus in person, you um, you are using more of your senses in person than you are online for that interaction, okay? So I am really looking at a 3D person. I am really listening to their voice right from their mouth right here. I could reach out and touch the person and give them a hug or hit them in the face. Whatever I want, to have that, to to have all of your senses firing next to a person creates this connectivity and um, being able to uh, read facial expressions, right, I mean most of our communication is not verbally. It's body language. So to be there and see how their body's moving or their head's moving and, and, and they're blinking and whatever, all of that makes for a much more real experience where more of the senses are being tapped into and that increases the depth of the relationship one-on-one. So an online relationship is never going to be as close as a, a person-to-person relationship. So. We have this, um, and, and, and that's just the way it is. I've had uh, some friends that I knew and met online that I was able to meet in person in Phoenix at, a, at an event we had a, a few months ago that have become much dearer friends, much closer friends. But it was that interaction and that time to be with them one-on-one that made the difference, okay? And, and this, I've, we've got a, another event coming up next week where my son and I are gonna go over. And It's really about, an event about entrepreneurship and it's about online marketing and it's about um, helping our kids sort of understand, which is what I'm all about, helping our kids understand how to be entrepreneurs. I'm super excited about doing that with my son and doing that together. I think it'll be a great opportunity. Um, but I'm also looking forward to meeting a lot of people. I've met them online. Um, but now I will have the opportunity, and I respect them, and you can, I, I respect them, and you could even say I, I, I love them. For at, at least who they are online, I will go so far as to say as I really care about these folks. But it will go to a whole different level when I have the opportunity to see them in person and speak with them because all the senses will be firing at that time, much more so than we can do online. Um, and now, when we have that, and that relationship deepens, and then we go back to our separate corners, and we get online again together, the trust is in place, and we have the ability then to, um, from a very safe place, right? As soon as we get, it goes, it goes back to Pavlov's um, concept of of a hierarchy of needs, that until we feel safe, and until we trust, the creativity part at the top is never going to happen. So now that I I know these people, I trust these people as much as I possibly can. Um, I care for these people as much as I possibly can from afar, online. Now to be able to meet with a lot of these people one-on-one, face-to-face, and discuss with them our lives and and see how we interact and all of that will change the way I do business with them going forward. No question about it. So uh, when it comes to, and, and again, this is sort of sort of offline a little bit going back to education, but I do believe that the opportunity at a a, a formal institution of higher learning um, is much more so than just the education. It's definitely interacting with one another, it's definitely learning from one another, but it's about building trust and having relationships and connections with people that allow you to trust them and trust their ideas and trust their knowledge. So this little thing makes more associative um, interactions so your mind can be more and more creative in far more situations and then that makes us all it makes the opportunity for us to come up with unique solutions so much greater than it could be otherwise and and that's what my concern is that's that's one of the biggest purposes of the little black couch and speaking here Uh, with you live is to make sure that all of us are taking as many opportunities as we possibly can to expand our horizons open our minds get to know one another, one another share ideas and let's solve some really cool problems and some really big problems things that are really really going to to cause problems for our kids and our grandkids if we work together and we trust one another and we connect then um, this mind melding can happen, but it will always happen uh, much more quickly and much more effectively if we have a connection that's based on um, face-to-face and a connection. So I am going to this conference next week. It is not going to be comfortable for me. It's going to be much more comfortable having my son next to me. That's going to make a huge difference, and I'm excited for his how, how that event occurs for him and what he pulls from it. That will be something that we have for a very long time together. I'm looking forward to having that with him, having that memory, having that experience, all that with him. Um, but it will make it easier for me to be there as well. But I am really looking forward to meeting a lot of really good people I've met over the course of the last few months um, who I'm, I'm now really excited about um, having that deep connection. That I haven't had until now. Which is just impossible online, as far, as far as um, well. It's just impossible online, folks. That's just the way it is. So, anyway, that is the message for today. Make sure that you're taking time to connect with people. It's the right. It, we're closest to our family because we're with them the most. We're always with them. They know us inside and out on a much more deep on a, a, a much deeper level. I the the closest person in my life is my wife, my dear, sweet, gorgeous, perfect wife because I am with her more often than not, more than any other person and I am closest with her. We'll leave it at that. So that's so important, right? And getting out and meeting and connecting with people on a one-on-one basis, face-to-face basis is so important. So take the opportunity to do it. I, again, uh, in online business and in entrepreneurship, we can become loners. We can be stuck in an office and don't do a whole lot to get out and interact. Um, that can be that can be tough to really expand and get out there and share. And and um, I, I don't want that to happen to any of us. Um, we are really being looked to to solve problems, big problems. And that's going to take us all connecting together, working together, uh, feeling safe together, and have, just safe enough to have conversations, important conversations, where solutions might just pop up. And make a huge difference. So, thanks for joining me today. Please remember, all of you, here's some, here's some really, really good people right here who I have, did meet online and then did meet in. We just want you to know. As a mate, you're amazing. You're the bomb.com, Thank bro. You Thank you so for much. That clarity. It is, man. Awesome people. And so, Nick, and I did learn this yesterday. So, that's Nick and Monica. They were in my power group uh, last quarter. Uh, which is a group we meet weekly and kind of go over our goals and different things together. So I, I got to meet them online and then met them at the event in Arizona. And Nick is um, uh, Nick and Monica are married, but Nick just got citizenship. They passed their little um, citizen what citizens test or whatever. Nick's an American. So good on you, mate, as they say, from your homeland. I'm so so excited for them. Um, but you are amazing. You are the bomb.com. Entrepreneurs are the ones that are looked to to change the world. Whether people know it or not, we're the ones that have to get the work done. We'll do it together. Till next time, Aaron Stewart from The Little Back Couch. Let's get them. Hey everyone, I want to really thank you so much for joining me on your entrepreneurship journey. If there's anything you learned today, or if there is a topic you would like me to discuss in the future, I would really love to hear from you. I do have a favor to ask. Would you please subscribe to our podcast or Facebook page and please like, share, and use the hashtag the Little Black Couch. It would really help get this message out and hopefully help more people like us. Now let's get out and change the world together.